Hello everyone, welcome back to the Very Nice Podcast. I'm Yoni, here in Israel. What city? Oranit. Nobody's ever heard of it, but... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's the city? I thought you were saying we're in the... Oh, no. No, that's Oranit. Wow. Well, I'm Manny and I'm in Denver exciting stuff so yeah i just actually finished uh Tuglead, also known as birthright which is a how do i even describe it it's a free trip to israel which is dope as hell but you can only do it if you're jewish so sorry for our non-jewish listeners out there um sure. yeah now i'm just staying with my rabbi uncle here in a small town called Oranit. It is technically located in what we call the modern day West Bank. However, it's on the border of it. So it's like kind of like a, is it what we call a gray area. Uh, no, it's like, I think it's on the Israeli side, but I'm not entirely sure because I see the wall and I forget which side we're on. But <laughs> the village is surrounded like electrical wow. barbed wire. <laughs> but as my uncle says, very good, very safe, nothing happens. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So he lives in the small town called Oranit. Uh, he's basically the rabbi of the town, which is very cool. Um, it's only like 20, 30 minutes. It's like 30 minutes from Tel Aviv. So it's not even that much in the middle of nowhere. It's just a small town. Basically, all cities in Israel are quite close to each other because it's a small country. Right. But yeah, I'm here for a couple more days and then I head back to Tel Aviv for my internship program, which we discussed earlier. So kind of just getting a little religious hiatus up in here, you know. Tell us about uh about birthright. Oof, it was good. I went with a couple of my friends from my fraternity, so that was fun. We really bonded as brothers, you know, Um, but no, I actually met some other really fun. It was funny because it was a BU Hillel trip, but like a third of the trip was not from BU. It was like other schools, which was actually dope because I got to like meet a bunch of new cool cool people from like around the country. Um, I'm an Israeli, Shani, who lives in Georgia, funny enough. And apparently there's Israelis there. I don't know. Um, People from like University of Vermont, Michigan, Tulane, Lehigh, Wake Forest. Quite the quite the group. Um, Sounds yeah, like it. it was really fun. We did some, it was funny. So like we did some fun stuff. We went up to the north, you know, Tiberius, where actually our former security guard, Danny, um, is from. Uh, we stayed there, uh, which was kind of surprising because oh, wow. I'm pretty sure Tiberius is like a kind of a criminal city but that's besides the point um did you reach out to him no i didn't because he's i don't think he's living there anymore because you know he went to russia and then fled to poland and then (laughs) yeah man that is still like unbelievable that he did that funny enough funny enough so like we always we had a security guard slash medic on our birthright trip this time around and his name was also danielle danny 
and he was not Russian like him, but he was just as funny. And he also knew like no English, (laughs) which was really interesting when my friend Jeremy actually, who we've had on the podcast, like cut his finger open, like a deep cut while we were rafting in the Jordan river. If you remember doing that, Manny. Oh yeah. Yeah. Basically most like everything we did on Tugly, we did on ISD, but, but yeah. So like my friend Jeremy cut his finger bad. Right. And he's like, and Danny's wrapping him up, you know, as the medic should. And Jeremy's like <laughs> trying to trying to inquire if, you know, he's going to need to get stitches or not. And Danny just has no idea what he means. So he literally had to whip out Google Translate to communicate with Danny. Oh my God. Injury. But then Danny had to leave like three days in because of a wedding. Understandable. So then we got a new security guard, David, who's just as wild, but he knew English. So David was a lot older. He's like 28, right? Like at least five, six years older than Danny, but like he's even more childish. It was just unbelievable. Um, he's just a goofy guy. Half the people on the trip thought he was a creep. I defended him. I thought he was a great dude. Why did they think he was a creep? I don't know. I think it's just because he became like friends with all the girls, but like I didn't see it in a creepy way. Although he did ask for a head scratch one time. <laughs> what? my friend lila shout out to lila she's listening hopefully she i'll tell her to listen she hey man head me, gets you know. scratchy head gets scratchy that's man. what i'm saying it's not even like central in any way but uh it was funny a lot both of the security guards did this and we mentioned this on the trip like whenever we did these like embarrassing like activities in the middle of cities like one time we played this alliteration game where it's like you have to say an, a verb with your name and we went around in a circle <laughs> like in the middle of Tiberius and like Danny just like went on his phone and, and just walked like they just want to disassociate with us because it's so embarrassing <laughs> oh my god I can totally see that being but, a yeah David did that too sometimes yeah they were definitely they were also very much I feel like every security guard slash medic they're from like this 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 company called Duve Devon I feel like they're all just like characters you know like right they always just have something interesting to say um so that was fun. Um, but no, it was, a, it was a really funny, it was a really funny trip. One of the, our nights out in Machne Yehuda, um, which is like the shuk in Jerusalem, it's like the big shuk. Right. It turns into like, it turns into like a bar, like party place at night on the weekends. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was only kids from birthright. Like it was just all Americans. It was like was it America. It was packed with Americans. <laughs> Well, because that's the crazy thing, right? Because there's so many birthright trips going on simultaneously. Exactly. And especially this summer, because everything's returning from COVID, like everyone wanted to go on birthright because last summer there were like barely any trips. Because if you remember, they're like very restrictive. Right. Um, and it was very like last minute, like, oh, I guess some people can go because they it was they were saying that they weren't going to be able to go at all last summer. But so there was a ton. There's so many Tuckley trips. Like Manny, you remember the Bedouin tent we stayed at in IST? Yeah. We stayed at the exact same one. And there was like oh, wow. tons of groups there. Like, do you remember like how empty it was when we were there? Yeah, it was like just like, us. Exactly. I thought like I didn't realize it was so it's such a huge camp. Like it's like a whole city, and I didn't even realize it. There's like a like a hotel with like actual rooms and stuff there. Oh wow. And like there was like dozens of ugly groups there it was crazy and then like climbing Masada was like we had to like beat all the all the trips to the to the top before them so we can get a good spot to like see the sunset and we actually got a dope spot which was dope i have 
some fire pictures i'm gonna throw up wow that's beautiful when somebody brought an israeli flag so i was just like shirtless with an israeli flag behind the sunset like absolute alpha shit that's so electrical um but what else yeah but no yeah so machna yehuda was just american kids and creepy israeli men who were preying on the girls but that that's pretty standard and uh it was actually funny david before night out you know they give us like the whole safety talk and whatever so he he set up and he he got up and said a few words and he was like he's like girls like this is just a message for the girls the israeli men they will hunt you oh my god i was like that's a terrifying way to put it but like i guess they're not he's not wrong you know were you booed up out there man Dude, it was honestly, I'm a, I'm a victim, Annie. I am a victim now because apparently, okay, so I didn't even mention this. At Machina Yehuda, let's just say I got, ooh, I'm just going to say I got way too fucking drunk. I, I got like, you know, those like, sh- not shooters, but like bigger than shooters, like those little flask size things, but like yeah, yeah. They're pretty big. They're like eight shots each. I had two of those and. Oh, Lordy Lord. And apparently, like, there's videos of me. I kind of want to put it up just because, like, who cares? It's, like, Israel illegal, like, whatever. <laughs> of me just, like, everyone was telling me the night, the day after, like, they were concerned for my health because my eyes were, like, rolling in the back of my head. Like, I was, like, half oh in and God. out of consciousness. Do you remember it at all? So, like, I thought I remembered most of the night, but I definitely browned out because I remember parts, but not the whole thing. And so, like, apparently, like, I was just, like, making out with some chicks on my trip and i was just like i don't remember that like wow and you i don't remember remember. like it's not even my fault (laughs) like good at war hunting you know it's not your fault it's not your fault but yeah so exactly wait what'd you say (laughs) it is my fault (laughs) no i said it's kind of his fault in goodwill hunting so Uh, i think maybe it's kind of agree the whole point is that it's not his fault, but whatever. That's besides the point. Um, so I just don't remember that. That was like the first time I ever like really don't remember like certain parts of the night. Oh yeah, apparently um, a girl on my trip, she like likes those like uh, bedazzle, bedazzle things you could like put on your skin. Right. You know, she put some on me. I don't, I don't recall. I woke up and I didn't have them. I guess they fell off, but like she said she did. And I was like, I was bedazzled up, I suppose. I mean wow and the thing is with birthright it's like you can like go out and drink like you're allowed because you're over 18 but it's like you can't get you can't get blacked out or like throw up or else they'll kick you off the trip so i was like just like try to stay awake (laughs) to get back to the bus and right when i got into my hotel room let's just say the toilet the yak attack (laughs) it's actually a really funny photo of me which is my head fully inside a trash can fully inside. oh my god that's that's great dude and it was sent to my frat group chat and i let's just say i got roasted but it was fun like i don't, I have no regrets and that was like three days before my birthday so i was like shit i'm gonna have to like go back at it on my birthday you had enough um, time to recover I, yeah i didn't drink at all the next day like we like we drove all the way from jerusalem to tel aviv and like did like different activities and I was going to do the hot yoga, but like, I was like, I can't, I can't move my body. So I just did the culinary food and ate a bunch of food. Yeah. That's but good. it was still such a struggle. Me and my friend Noah, shout out to Noah. He's an absolute G that I met on the trip. 
he's on the BU ski race team, which I didn't know was a thing. So yeah, it makes no sense because Boston. I mean, there are like little hills in Boston, but they apparently they take trips to Vermont. Anyways, um, big ski race guy. He was also very hungover, turned that night, and we were just both like laying on each other the entire food tour. Like he just kept saying, "I'm battling demons," to a point where I was like, "Shut the fuck up! I'm battling my own demons." You know, like <laughs> yeah. But what if his demons were like crack? You know, they could have been, but considering he was able to talk so much, because Noah's a very talkative guy. I love Noah. He, I don't know. I feel like he was fine. <laughs> um, Dude, I just started watching Breaking Bad, and now I think everyone's doing meth. Noah was actually very obsessed with doing crack on the trip. He kept mentioning how he wanted to do crack, so. You're fucking with me, right? <laughs> no, You're fucking me. No. Dude, this guy's addicted to crack. I don't think so. I th- I'm pretty sure he was joking. It's funny because he actually got this gift on uh, like we did like a what we call it mystery Moses instead of secret Santa, and he got like this gift that like was fruit, but it kind of looked like crack. But he it was like, no, it looked like the crack from. Uh, have you seen the show Paradise PD? He, I've seen an episode, but well, they I've have like that. Long. They have like that colorful crack in the show and that's what it reminded me of and he's like it's crack <laughs> i'm like no that's okay yoni me. why yeah. what did you mean when you said you were browned out like I, I, rem- I, d- I thought i remember the night but then looking back i guess i don't remember parts of the night it's like when you you were blacked out oh really from what i've heard it's like blacked out is you just like don't don't remember from one point on until the end of the night and brown eyes like you remember parts of the night i kind of look at it like everyone blacks out differently yeah you're probably right because i don't think i'll ever be at a stage where like at like let's say nine o'clock and onward it's just like blank (laughs) yeah like that doesn't make sense so i mean i know our friend mia's been through that so like i don't (laughs) it's different for everyone exactly everyone dies differently in their own unique ways that's okay but yeah so that was it that was like my first time that happening and then uh yeah did the bedouin tent we didn't get to ride camels though it's kind of fucked like on us we went on i don't know it's just we didn't and then our bus actually broke down funny enough so after we hiked masada and we were all exhausted and then we were ready to all go to the dead sea from the bedouin tent our bus broke down and so then we're like stranded in the desert. So then we actually hitched a ride with other Taglit groups to go to the Dead Sea. So I just like hopped on a bus with a bunch of University of Central Florida kids. Wow. They're I'm sure that group was very interesting. They were actually a, a, like, a, I'd say half the guys on the trip were an AEPI there. So I was like, I spawned up, bro. Like, yeah, but super, I'm thinking all. it's interesting because Florida, you know. They're always, yeah, they were definitely interesting characters. I don't think anybody, I don't know if I mentioned to them that I have a podcast. Honestly, I what the fuck, Yoni? <laughs> you don't lead with that, you asshole. You don't fucking lead with, hi, I'm Yoni, I have a podcast. What is wrong with you? Do you hate me? Well, okay, at least I don't prioritize Clash Royale over the podcast. So. Dude, I 
do not prioritize Clash Royale over the podcast, okay? Except when I do, but then you can't even be mad at me because it's so fun, such a fun game. True, and if you win, it's all good. You took the dubs. As long as I take dubs, it's not a problematic at all. At all, if, yeah. If, if I lose, it's a little fucked up because then it's like, what are we doing here? You know, it's like, what are exactly. we doing? All for nothing. But exactly. yeah, then where did we go? Then we went to the Negev, which was, or I guess we were already in the Negev, and then we went to um, went to Tel Aviv, the uh, city that never sleeps in the Middle East. And I, we actually got there. Do people actually call it that? No. They call it like the gay city. <laughs> oh, dude. Wait, Pride is probably about to go on out Yeah, there. no. So it's funny. We actually I came to Tel Aviv on my birthday, which as if you don't know, my birthday is June 1st, meaning it's also the beginning of Pride Month. So definitely got the Pride vibes when I when oh we my, arrived in Tel Aviv. Oh my God, Yoni, dude. I feel so terrible. Why? I meant to text you. Um, on your birthday, happy Pride Month. <laughs> Homo. Instead of happy birthday. <laughs> no, so one, one of the girls on my trip, she uh, she's bi and she is very you know, very prideful. I I I, I suppose we should say because that's what's called. And so Three. she was telling me. So she was also happy that day, not because it was my birthday, but because it was Pride Month. And she was like, "Oh my God, it'd be great if you were gay." So then your birthday, which is like your gay birthday would be on the same day as your birthday is your gay birthday like the day you come out or what that's what i thought but she just said it's like the first day of pride month but that's probably also a thing yoni what are you doing to lift up the lgbtq plus members of your community well fun fact um i got with that girl so i think that's uplifting the (laughs) the community I mean, like, it's better than nothing, 100%. Yeah, man. I'm very open. And also, fun fact, Tel Aviv is apparently a third of the people in Tel Aviv are gay. And they'll be living there for two months. So what I'm hearing is you may just end up sucking a dick. (laughs) And funny enough, on that note, (laughs) no, not what you think I'm going to say, but on our night out in Tel Aviv, which was my birthday night, We got belligerent again, and we actually went to this club because the first club we were trying to go to was like 22 and up. Tel Aviv clubs have weird ages. There's like clubs that are 18 and up, right? Because the drinking age is 18, but there's also clubs that are like 21, 22 and up, 25 and up. There's like love. They probably like target certain demographics. Exactly. Like they want a more mature club at one night at a certain place. But so the first club we went to couldn't get in. So then the second club we went to was like cool, like. It was fun. Like, I don't know. We were all pretty drunk, so we didn't really notice. But then, like, we we saw, like, a lot of, you know, men. And we were like, huh. And then I forgot, like, what triggered it. But, like, some person found like found out, realized that it was a gay club. And then we were all, like, a bunch of Takalikus just partying in the gay club. We're like, it was a good time, a gay huh? club. <laughs> no, yeah, it was cool. There was, like, um, uh, you know, I don't know if I talked. I, I think I talked about this, about my trip to Montreal and how there's, like, a club inside of a club inside of a club yeah so there's the same thing in, in this club in this club in tel aviv that's cool did you get into the, the next club uh yes i did 
but it wasn't very like crowded. So the um, in LA, it's kind of a thing that gay clubs, like not always, but like the occasionally, girls like will prefer a gay nightclub because like you feel safer because it's not like men are trying to come up and hit on you. Oh, one hundred percent. Like I don't understand like. If I was a girl, I would never want to go clubbing because I've, like, been clubbing a decent amount and I just always see, like, guys, like, just being uncomfortable with girls and I'm always like, this, like, if I was a girl, I just would not be enjoying myself ever. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's it's really, like, shitty when guys are creepy and it's disgusting. The one thing I'll say is, is I think if if you go clubbing enough, I'm sure you, like, learn tricks of how to, like, get people away from you. Yeah, no, there's yeah, definitely, like, maneuvers. Dreams. I've, like, witnessed it. I've also, like, you know. Yeah, exactly. That's why you go with, like, guys you know, and then they're, like. Because then they, uh, yeah, they they get the creeps away. No, I mean, I was too drunk to even do anything or remember, but all my friends were telling me at Machina Yehuda Market when we went out that, like, there was a bunch of, like, weird Israeli dudes, and they had to, like, box them out and stuff, and I was probably just, like, really unhelpful. <laughs> You're probably, like, what's up, man? <laughs> I was like, I have to, I have to put the video up because it's so funny. It's like, wait, wait, Yoni, was it legit? Like, random Israeli dudes, and they were solely there talking to like the American girls. Yeah, because there wasn't really any Israeli girls. Like, they didn't really show up because it was like, like Tuglit definitely coordinated it where they'll have a bunch of trips be at one place, so it's mainly American, so that it's like less of a. Like, you know, random Israeli. Like, they just, like, want to kind of keep it secluded from, like, the rest of Israeli society. But then, like, Israeli men can still show up if they hear wind of it. Right. So it's, like, not very... It's not a very genuine bar Machane Yehuda experience, but, like, I guess I guess the Israeli creepy man uh, brought the Israeli flavor to the... Oh, my God, dude. Not... They've run, no. they've run, but they just they give a bad reputation because I know a lot of absolute menches in Israel. It's just like definitely like the more religious guys are like very like um very polite and stuff. Well, they're polite until they find out you're not religious, and then they're like, yeah. Yeah, I mean it depends. I mean, I mean my cousins are like they know I'm not as religious and we're homies, but like we're also family. Right. Like my family. sister. When she went to Israel on her ISD trip, she told me that they were doing like a Shabbat service in Jerusalem and some woman from her window started throwing bread at them because the girls were like praying with the guys. Oh, <laughs> bread? What are they, pigeons? <laughs> yeah, I know, man. I, I might as well throw didn't... stones. Do some damage if you're... No, that's <laughs> That's what the Palestinians do, man. Why not? I mean, listen, not all of them. Yeah. But I will say, I feel like bread gets the point across. I suppose. I'd be like, I would I would take it differently. I'd be like, oh, thanks for the, the hollow. Like, no, but she like yells tasty. at you, you know, while it's going on. Uh, like, gotcha. I think, I think spitting is a more clear message, you know. Maybe she did spit. I don't, I think it was bread, but you know. Like, Maybe we'll she was too on. far away. You know, the range, the spit range wasn't far enough. Okay, wait, Yoni. Um, so would you say it was a successful trip? 
It was very successful. I had a, a great time. Um, it was very fast paced, like uh, IST. So when I when I got here to my uncle's house, it was very like very exhausted. And it was actually funny because my cousin David, the night I got to uh, to Oranit, because the trip ended Thursday night, he was like, "Do you want to go out?" And I was like, "I can't say no." So we right. went to like this. Uh, it's like a bar in Herzliya, which is like a city north of Tel Aviv, I want to say. Um, and I was out till like 4 a.m. It was oh my God. and it was like, like the truth. It was like it was like authentic Israeli nightlife, which was dope because I didn't really get yeah, that cool. on birthright. So that was really fun. But then I was just absolutely exhausted because I was already exhausted that day. The last day of the trip, I was like dead. And then I went out till 4 a.m. So that was interesting. Um Smoked a lot of cigs. My lungs are not happy. How many darts are we talking, Yoni? Like two a day. Eh, it's definitely not good, but it could have been worse. It's like it varies. Like in Israel, like they they roll their own cigs because it's like pre-made cigarettes are really expensive. So everyone just buys like a bag of tobacco and rolling papers and they're like, typically smaller than than a cigarette and they last a lot longer i noticed like they burn really slowly so you get some big puffs i guess yeah i guess that's not a good thing but yeah no everybody just carries around a bag of tobacco and rolling papers with them and filters it's pretty funny like they all know how to roll except like they don't smoke weed i mean they do but they don't (laughs) Apparently, weed is decriminalized in Israel, but it's not legal. Wait, decriminalized? Doesn't that essentially mean if you get caught doing it, like, you're fine? Yeah, exactly. They're probably close to legalizing it, because I know in Judaism, it's, like, not a bad thing to smoke weed. Like, it's totally allowed. But the religious sect still doesn't like it, right? Probably just because they're, like, I don't know. No, actually, like some of the biggest rabbis like did psychedelics to like unlock their spirituality and shit. So like Good they definitely tried weed. Good for them. I am in respect. Um but yeah, what else did I do? Well, we did this Jeep tour, which was sick in the Negev. And I sat in the front because it was my birthday until my boy Alex Wagtu will probably have on the podcast during the summer because he's doing onward with me. Right. Just took my seats. And then I sat in the back and it was a lot more painful. Like my head just kept hitting the, the oh, ceiling of the chair. <laughs> um, right. yeah, I did that on my birthday, actually. My birthday was fun. We went, went did the Jeep tour. We hit the beach, played some volleyball. You immaculate nice vibes. Immaculate vibes in Israel. Um, yeah, I actually did. I did do well, even though I don't play. I actually spiked it. On my homie. a boy. You dog. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, there was definitely a lot of funny moments. But I feel like I mentioned a few of them. I mean, it sounds like it was it was an excellent trip, man. Yeah. What have you been up to these past 10 days or I guess two past weeks 10. now? Um, you know, booing. Last night I went to a Red Rocks concert. It was Which like one? So it was a band my brother like loves listening to live. They're called like Joe Russo's Not Dead. 
and they're practically like a Grateful Dead cover band. So they were just nice. jammed up there. Um, and like they're all these like old guys with ponytails. And you're like, oh, you know, these guys. It's like, like when I got there, I was like in the parking lot. For those of you who aren't from Colorado, Red Rocks is like gorgeous. It's an amphitheater, like literally built between two giant red rocks. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty sick. Look um, it up if you haven't seen it. But we're in the parking lot eating some kava, which is great Mediterranean food, uh, before the concert. Like some guy comes up to me and he's like, You want some mushrooms, man? You look like you need some mushrooms. I think it was because I was wearing a fun shirt, but I, I declined. But it, like probably so many people were just tripping balls in there. No, uh, I know me uh, or Fred wants to go to the pit bull is coming to Red Rocks in August. Mr. Will, bye. Oh my God, dude, pit bull. You know, be, not so pit. fun. Not so fun fact. I've never been to a Red Rocks concert, even though I've lived in Colorado for like almost my whole life you know what would always blow when like there'd be some red rocks concert and then like your entire instagram feed would just be red yes yes that's like fucking yeah yep it's like the it's like toxic like the college uh bed makings but red rocks edition (laughs) what's the college bed makings like when you deck out you decorate like your entire oh room. yeah and everyone is like oh my god look dude, we got a lot we got a lot of flack we got a lot of flack for that a lot of girls came up to me like upset at me about the instagram toxic no about like that that clip because i posted that clip about the the college bed makings they didn't oh agree but that it's, just it's, shows how right we here's are. the thing People getting butthurt about it means that there's like they wouldn't be upset about it if it wasn't like a little true, you know what I mean? 100%. Because if if, if I say something that's just so like flagrantly false, like no one's gonna be like, What's wrong with you? Because they're like, This kid's an idiot, there's no like point. Like, if I say something like, Yeah, I think people who eat lunch like are psychos um, who's gonna give me shit for that because it's just a bad take yeah you know yeah. like somebody being like i was offended that you made this comment about the beds i wonder why because i bet you posted <laughs> yep yep <laughs> wait so yoni since you've left actually um there's been a lot of stuff you may be seen on social media around uh mass shootings man i have i it was actually interesting like the first night we slept in israel like the like the, the day we got there and then that night um i i was like all fucked up in my sleep schedule obviously so like i woke up at like four in the morning because i actually woke up like right. seven times that night which is a funny story of an, of an in and of itself i'll tell it actually after this but like i woke up at one of the times i woke up i like just check my phone because i was like i couldn't really fall asleep I was like really off. And then I just see like mass shooting, like 20 kids dead. I was like, I was like half asleep. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, terrible here. And my friend next to me was also up because, you know, jet lag. And I tell him, like, dude, dude, like, like this happened. He's like, 
oh dang that stinks man <laughs> so yeah like, shout out to max love him but it was just funny how he said it but i was like damn yeah i found out i was with matthew i was like dude look at this and he was like holy shit and we were both like damn i know i feel like we were kind of like at this point i wouldn't say we're numb to it because obviously there's a lot of outrage when it came about but i think because like, like it hadn't happened since like something exactly like that happened hasn't happened since sandy hook we kind of all like forgot about sandy hook yeah that's the thing like mass shootings in general are fucked up but like people are a little desensitized but something yeah. about kids man is just like really awful because mass shootings are if four more people get shot and like they actually happen very frequently it's just not really covered because one kind of desensitized 1.6 times per day this year exactly and so we don't hear about it a lot because maybe it's like nobody dies in the shooting or only like one person dies which isn't like only but like it's like not newsworthy for news stations until you have a big one where it's like a lot of people die and and like especially kids holy shit it's terrible it hits home but also like apparently though wasn't it like uh, a big reason why so many people died is because like the police didn't go into the classroom the shooter was in they were right, kind of so ordered not to essentially they were like oh he he's barricaded himself in there but like no more kids are in danger even though a girl inside like a little girl called 911 eight times during that stretch and said like there are nine kids alive in here wow that's terrible also i just want to point this out uh like, so there has been more of a movement to, like, actually do some gun reform. Probably won't happen. But Joe Biden on Instagram posts something, and it says, after Columbine, after Sandy Hook, after Charleston, after Orlando, after Las Vegas, after Parkland, nothing has been done this time. That can't be true. This time we must actually do something, President Joe Biden. And I totally agree. Something needs to be done. But isn't he the one who needs to do something? <laughs> They just passed an executive order, big dog. Uh, yeah, no, I actually did. I just saw that actually this morning. Um, and yeah, but the problem is, is that like to get like big reform, like law, like legislation that like, well, like be like big time, you'd like it has to pass through Congress. Like um, executive orders can like they they're like the extent of which they can work is only so far. So like to really like pass laws like universal background checks has to go through congress which i mean currently right now he has the house and he has 50 percent of the senate and the tiebreaker with the vice president so i mean he definitely can so hopefully he actually will but you are right i mean it is definitely not, i mean that's i think that's why he's saying like i'll actually do something but first he had to make an instagram post about it to say that he here's, will here's the thing dude like the reason people don't like joe biden is because he doesn't do anything you know he's um i would say he's definitely more of a reactionary president yeah rather than a proactive president well there's so much to react to there's a lot happening um for sure and he's definitely had a lot of shit added to the fire especially now with this he's already dealing with a lot with like inflation and russia what else the border crisis that's like not really talked about there's like this law that's like expiring or maybe it did expire and like they and like there are more illegal immigrants coming over the border like 
by the second and it's like the infrastructure honestly, at the honestly the one thing i'll say the one thing i'll say about that um is weirdly the economy there is there's unemployment but there's also a ton of jobs available that people yeah. just aren't taking. so the plus side of illegal immigrants is they do, they kill help the economy weirdly the problem is that they don't um Bend they the don't point. have like well, it's also they just don't have like the infrastructure to take care of a lot of them because like they, let's say they catch them at the border and then there's in, like, you know, they're like terrible conditions like oh, like yeah. in this limb, they're in this limbo where they don't really know what to do with a lot of these people. And like even let's say they get through like then they're like it's hard because it's like um, it's not like official money like because they don't have like proper documentation. So it's like there needs to be a solution to like, you know, the, the ones that are already here, like who are, you know, good people like just like. uh know give them citizenship like there needs to be a a better way than just like having tons of illegal immigrants that like we can't keep track of because they're illegal yeah the whole system's really fucked up too because if you get detained you have to wait to go to like immigration court which is like unbelievably backed up and you don't have a lawyer (laughs) and like i'm pretty sure they've sent like children to immigration court so like imagine just being like an eight-year-old child who only speaks spanish and then they're like, did you come here illegally? And you're just like, what? You're like, or nah, did- dude. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, imagine being like, they just like expect you to be a fucking lawyer. Like, imagine like some kid just like studied and just like learned court etiquette in school. He's just like, objection, your honor. I actually uh, did not cross the border there. Yeah, man. That'd be cool. I know a lot of people who like want to be lawyers for like illegal immigrants. Wait, dude. What? I'm thinking about the Ukraine war and I know Zelensky, but I'm legit blanking on Russia's president. Like, Vladimir, I know Vladimir Putin. Putting these nuts in your mouth. Okay. I fucking knew it. I'm like, how would Manny forget Putin? That's, that's just a group. <laughs> We're talking about like immig- the immigration crisis. What's the Russian president's name? Uh, Putin. Putting these balls in your mouth. I mean, that's that's literally what happened. Word for word, bar for bar. You know, it's kind of been nice being in Israel, but I don't have to deal with like all these American. Like, I very have not followed American politics much, and I'm not like mad about it. Like, I am a political. Like, I do follow current events because I think it's important to be informed, but. You know, I'm learning a lot more about what's going on here, which is also interesting. And although I do hear a lot about it from my dad, it's cool to see it firsthand, for sure. My question, is Netanyahu coming back to power, Yanni? It's a great question. It's like a very similar question people ask about Trump, because, you know, he obviously lost and he could run again. What would you say is more likely? Probably Netanyahu. One, because like the government established right now, it's a parliamentary system in Israel. So it's like you have to have a coalition of 60 or more seats. It's very fragile right now because right now it's like first time in its history, you have like these diverse range of parties that came together just to be Netanyahu because they all like don't like him because he's a very sneaky political guy who's like able to swerve through people. What do you call Um, him polarizing? He's, I wouldn't say polarizing. He's just very like cheeky, you know? Like, you know how like in video games, they're like, oh, that cheeky bastard. He's very yeah, cheeky. I was about to call him, yeah, cheeky bastard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
but like in the political in the political game sense not like call of duty um (laughs) so i mean like he's definitely like smart and he's able to like kind of screw other people over when he's like wants to get something done so that's probably why everybody band together but now it's like they don't really actually agree on much so the government's very fragile and like people anything yeah it's like they haven't really done much but you know i hope for the best for them naftali bennett good guy um he's like the first uh he's actually the first keeper wearing prime minister of israel that's cool which is cool so he's like yeah he's uh he's a really more religious dude but yeah, no, I definitely, I, I think it's more likely for Netanyahu to come back. One, because he's younger than Trump and healthier than Trump. Although you would, he's actually older than you think. I thought Netanyahu was like old, but he's like, I think he, he was in his seventies almost. Or maybe he's like 60. Like How old 60. is the Trump guy, Yanni? He's like almost 80 now. What does he know? Unreal. How's Biden? What was he, like 79? Dude, Biden. I think Biden's are, the thing was Biden. Is he just walks like he's old. Like, I don't know if you've seen this dude walk. But he oh, no, doesn't walk. he like doesn't he like run up the stairs a lot? Dude, I don't know. He's I like, know he gets made pretty fun physically of. fit. <laughs> he's definitely skinnier than Trump. <laughs> oh, like, like he's not unhealthy. He's just fucking Joe Byron, you know what I mean? Joe Byron. He wants to take you out to dinner. Joe yeah, Byron. No. It was uh yeah but yeah no it's been nice i mean anything funny happened in the u.s while i've been gone i really haven't been like i've like barely been on my phone here's the thing man okay like my family is in town for this wedding i'm going to today it's like a family friend's wedding um abigail you know she she just graduated she's going on a trip to africa i mean i'm i'm out here alone man so sad. No, it's okay. I I see people sometimes, but I'm just fucking. Hey man, I'm right here. Don't forget that. Yeah, hey man, we're gonna film so many pods when you're back. Here's the thing, um, viewers, Yoni and I are planning on going camping, and it's gonna be electrical, um, and with more people too. But I need this to be a multi-night camping trip. Oh yeah, for sure. It's because not a one and no one and done deal. That way you can like really appreciate the ambiance of camping. <laughs> oh, should we do a a uh, nature podcast? Dude, hundred percent we should be in doing the it. woods. Yeah, we won't have to use Zoom because we'll be together, so we don't need internet technically. I mean, like, who needs the internet, Yoni? You know, honestly, I've learned that. Like, I've been keeping like pretty much shomer because the shabbat was just like i'm at my family's house and it's like very nice it's so pure man like that's a word that we've been <laughs> that we use a lot on our tugly trip because um alex wecht he's like a big philosophy motivational guy he's in my fraternity we'll have him on you know he, he has a lot to talk about um he just loves using that word and he's from like pittsburgh so he, he's not like a hick but like he's kind of a hick like he sounds like no, it's interesting because like, like it's fucking pure man. Pittsburgh's in Pennsylvania, but it's like totally Midwest. Exactly. It's totally Midwest vibes. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that's where he's from. And so he just like describes everything that like he likes and like it's natural and shit. It's just pure. Like a lot of the food we ate, pure. Great time. Like we went, to, we actually went, we stopped at this uh, Ethiopian cultural center oh, in Tel Aviv, awesome. which was really dope. 
and we kind of like you know they like told us like taught us the history of the ethiopian jews and like the operations you know to bring ethiopian jews to israel make aliyah and actually recently it was like a few days ago they brought 180 more like they're still doing these flights which is really cool wait that's crazy yeah they're still yeah they didn't get all of them but yeah so there's still like some there but like most of them i'd say live in israel now the ones that were in ethiopia but um yeah, no, it was uh, it was so like fear the food there, like they they like fed us. It was like a lunch. And, and you, you eat with your hands, right? Yes, that was a big thing. Um, he, the woman was like, "Yeah, like we'll we'll leave out forks if you want, but just know I'll be judging you." <laughs> Good. No, she was very funny. She was she, like, if we like, if one of us like wasn't paying attention, she'd be like, "Just call." She just called us out. <laughs> I love that no fucking remorse um but no it was good they, they have like this bread that looks like like a sponge and i'm not a huge fan of it but like just the texture of it's good and like like <laughs> the way you do is like you put it on something and then you like you like scoop up the thing with the bread so you like don't right get i've heard that so like <laughs> the way alex did it was just very like 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 slap that bitty down like it was yeah yeah exactly it's that and it was just like so sensual and then like i we all just started doing it over exaggerate and then i ended up spilling a lot on my shirt but it was <laughs> oh my god dude so slapping that weekend, food, you know last weekend i was in new york city for my mom's cousin's wedding yeah and our first night my brother like makes a dinner reservation and my sister who just spent the last semester abroad in jordan oh, yeah she's back um, she That's actually cool. met us in New York for the wedding. Oh, cool. Like that was her first time back in the States. Wow. So like something with delayed flights, we were gonna pick her up. We ended up not. Um, because we were also at different airports. Like it was the whole thing. Yeah. Um so she meets us at this dinner place and she walks in and it's Middle Eastern food. <laughs> oh no way she just got back from jordan she's she's like i'm trying to get the fuck out of this place <laughs> it's like what of course you picked this place <laughs> but the food dude the food was so good dude probably the craziest part like we had a bunch of really good appetizers including some kind of like fried cheese that had like a honey glaze you would have dug it but anyways like great hummus too but Basically, they bring out this shawarma. For, for those of you who don't know, it's basically meat on a stick. It's fire. And basically under, on, on top of the shawarma is like an onion. So like like the juice from the onion like leaks onto it. And then underneath the shawarma is just so many fries. And it's supposed to feed like four or five, six people even. And you basically like cut off the shawarma and it falls into the fries. And then you just like eat the shawarma with fries and it's just bust a bust a bust. And yeah. I thought you were going to say, and I ate the entire thing myself, but yeah, yeah we all ate it. Kind of disappointed, man. No, but uh, yeah, no, one thing, I'll, one last thing I'll say about, you know, Israel, Middle Eastern, the Middle East is the cuisine like has my digestive system on a very weird, weird cycle. Like I love it. I mean, super healthy, a lot of greens, a lot of, like they don't have preservatives in their shit, so like it'll go back quickly. But like that's not really my problem. No, dude, Israel. We've talked about this. Like you were like you literally said you were excited to like go because then you'd be eating better. 
Exactly. And I have been, it's been, it's been a great experience, but like basically what happens is I'm like constipated for three days and then it just all comes out at once, like full force. And it's just so, it's not ideal, but when it comes out in full force, it feels great. Is it like, (laughs) like this morning is this morning it came out in full force. It's like, well, I mean, (laughs) is it wet? I don't know. I mean, all poop is like, to a certain extent wet but let's not get into the details anyways i'll just <laughs> i ate a shit on like at some of these plates like basically birthright the way it works is like you pay for one meal a day but the, the other two they give you and sometimes our lunches were at these restaurants where it was like unlimited food like they can just bring out whatever you want and it was just fantastic but i also just i've eaten so much and i haven't really been able to get the workout in uh, but they do have like those gym beaches I mean, those beach gyms. I know, man. You talk park about. gyms. So I actually hit it. I hit a few of those throughout the birthright trip, which was nice. I just need a yoga mat to do core exercises on because the ground's kind of hard. Dude, <laughs> but, just if you go to a beach gym, you you could just do the thing where you like hang and then like you swing your legs. Yeah, that'd be no. vengeance. But if you thought the hummus was good at your restaurant, oh my God. It's just like the hummus here is reminding me how much better it can be. And the tahini, the fucking spices, man, the the salads. It's I will I will say I feel like here. Dude, New York is so dude. I feel like I might need to be living there at some point. Yeah, for all the different like authentic cuisines they have there. Yeah. Just for just, the food. Work is sick, dude. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I'm I've definitely been uh, what else? The hala, just everything's better, you know. Word, everything just be tasting good. The falafel, like the cuisine tour we took, I needed that. It was like a hangover cure, for sure. But uh, yeah, I guess with that, um, you yeah. know, Manny has a wedding to go to today. I have Shabbat services to go to. I have Shavuot is tonight, which is when we studied the Torah all night in Judaism. So hopefully I get to go to sleep. Sorry, my face is kind of hidden by the mic for those of you watching the Zoom. I probably could have set it up where it wasn't this way, but I wanted. Yeah, you could have done what I done, man. Look, I'm. You're raw dog. I've been holding it with my hand, man. I know you're raw dog. I appreciate that. I might do that next next time uh but yeah we hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your days wherever you are we hope you're enjoying your summer breaks if you've been in school and now you're not and if you have a job like that's tough man like but keep at it i'll have one soon too and invest in crypto and if you're like me and you have an unpaid job this summer just hang in there it'll be okay (laughs) uh but yeah make sure to follow us on instagram and tiktok subscribe to us on patreon oh i actually have something uh our Patreon subscriber actually sent us a very cool article about microplastics, which we talked wow. about um, on, uh, did we talk about that in the uh, Patreon episode or the regular episode? We talked about it on the Patreon episode. You're right. So if you want to hear more about that, subscribe to the Patreon. We might just mention this article because he sent it for us to talk about. So we'll talk about that next episode. So look forward to that. Very, very interesting. Very funny. Also very concerning um so yeah there's that um subscribe to us on apple Podcasts. follow us on spotify 
um, and just keep up with us as we, uh, you know, go through the summer adventure together. It'll be pretty fun. We'll be back in the studio sooner than you think. Anytime clients when you're having fun. Exactly, man. All right. Well, we hope you guys do amazing. We'll see you guys later. Peace out. Bye.